0: Welcome to A New Testament Journey. We'll have our Bible reading followed by our devotional. First Timothy 6 All who are under the yoke of slavery should consider their masters worthy of full respect, so that God's name and our teaching may not be slandered. Those who have believing masters should not show them disrespect just because they are fellow believers. Instead, they should serve them even better because their masters are dear to them as fellow believers, and are devoted to the welfare of their slaves. These are the things you are to teach and insist on. If anyone teaches otherwise and does not agree to the sound instruction of our Lord Jesus Christ and to godly teaching, they are conceited and understand nothing. They have an unhealthy interest in controversies and quarrels about words that result in envy, strife, malicious talk, evil suspicions, and constant friction between people of corrupt mind who have been robbed of the truth and who think that godliness is a means to financial gain. Flee from all this, and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. Fight the good fight of the faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses. In the sight of God, who gives life to everything, and of Christ Jesus, who, while testifying before Pontius Pilate, made the good confession, I charge you to keep this command without spots or blame, until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ, which God will bring about in his own time. God, the blessed and only ruler, the King of kings and Lord of lords, who alone is immortal and who lives in unapproachable light, whom no one has seen or can see, to him be the honour and might forever. Amen. Command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant, nor to put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain, but to put their hope in God, who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. Command them to do good, to be rich in good deeds, and to be generous and willing to share. In this way, they will lay up treasure for themselves as a firm foundation for the coming age, so that they may take hold of the life that is truly life. Timothy, guard what has been entrusted to your care. Turn away from godless chatter and the opposing ideas of what is falsely called knowledge, which some have professed and in doing so have departed from the faith. Grace be with you all.
1: This letter has been waist high in the river of life, cleaning laundry and washing our sweaty skin. It has focused on the normal stuff of working out salvation as a community in broken creation. We've dealt with stomach bugs, how to appoint leaders, on deep care for one another and avoiding vain disputes. This practical advice on life is important to our God. But then we come across verses 15 to 16 and feel like an accidental panhandler finding a nugget of gold. We were in the river to scrub gussets, and this treasure showed up. So don't miss it. Don't miss the luscious delights of what this says about our God. Oh, the greatness of God. How could he live in a light that is so bright you can't even approach it, and still live in us? How can he have might that goes on forever, and yet listen to our prayers? How on earth can he be immortal and yet invite us to become like him? I shudder at some of these syllables. The mystery and expansiveness of our Saviour sucks air out of me and then resuscitates me again. Oh, the greatness of God, and he cares about me. And that's the thing. In order to live the life that is real life, We need to know the context of creation. It belongs to the king who's beyond us and yet is saving us. Don't lose that delight. Being like God and being content is the greatest of all gains. Do you know that? Have you reminded yourself of that? Everything else is naff by comparison. All the jiggery pokery of life is just an assortment of trinkets when divorced from the presence of God. But if we have him, We have true riches in all of creation. Why would we jeopardise that by trying to run after money? Compared to him, it's no better than dust. So please don't miss the context of your life. Amongst the clothes washing and the relationship building and the money earning and the food eating, keep your eyes on him, the blessed and only ruler of this earth. A hulking great vision of God is what brings life and real joy in this world. Especially when that unapproachable God reaches out, takes you by the hand and gives you abundant things to enjoy. Here's a question for reflection. How might God want to expand your vision of his greatness and his generosity?